hello, my friends, and welcome to the Journey to Grateful podcast. This is a podcast focused on helping us understand the process of loss and grief with the help of those who are currently living it. I'm your host, Tim Begonia, and this is show number 65. Through this show, you and I will both examine the details we've discovered during our grief journey. We will share our experiences, the good and the not so good, through the podcast, the blog, on social, while building a community that desires a more open understanding of what grief is, how it affects us all, and how best to navigate its difficult path. Be sure to join the community, subscribe to the podcast, and find quick links to do both over at journeytograteful.com. And if you like what you hear on the show, please share an episode and the podcast with someone you know who could benefit a community that understands the path they are on. Today I reflect on the holidays and my honest take on how best to approach this time of year. I discuss the way the feelings twist and turn during the holidays and the struggles you may find yourself in when fighting with the joy and the sorrow you will most likely feel. This episode is specifically presented to you, my friends, who need to know what to expect, or those who need to know they are truly not alone in the feelings they have or the issues they face when approaching the holidays. So let me be honest right from the start. The older I get, the more I dislike the idea of winter in the Midwest. Yes, I'm well aware that I'm sounding like those snowbirds I used to make fun of when I was younger, but the reality is that the harshness of winter combined with the life I'm forced to rebuild after the loss of my wife provides me with a new perspective of a life which needs to be re-examined, or at, at the very least, Examine the direction that it's going in. And and I need to face questions and possibilities I had believed were already set and laid out in front of me, in, in front of us and our life. Because we had a plan, and we had a direction, and we had a future. And now that future is up for renewal in a way. Renewable in whatever way I can imagine and dream, if only I allow myself to do so. Which almost sounds hopeful, but standing in my shoes, it doesn't always feel that way. Because when you strip everything away and allow yourself to think about things someone in this position tries to push aside, I come to realize the reality of it all is that life has been tossed completely upside down, no matter how much you try to put a smile on it all. Now, you must be asking yourself right about now, what's making you become so introspective right now? And it's actually quite a mundane answer. It's the holidays. As I say it out loud, it also sounds like such a common, of course, answer where some people not directly affected by loss may think to themselves, here we go again. But we, as grievers, we must admit and face the approaching holidays and what that all promises to drop in our lap. The fight between putting on a brave face or burrowing our head in that pile of blankets in the corner and walking through the days ahead with a combination of dread, fear, Contemplation, memories, merry, festive people, and yes, a bit of joy. 
It's the worst possible good and bad I believe I've ever experienced. Because you understand, this season is and always has been one of good memories and family time. In the past, it's been the good. But now you realize, because this season is and always has been one of good memories and family time, that is the reason it is so difficult. Kind of ironic, isn't it? So if you are anything like me, you both dread and look forward to the holidays, but you are acutely aware they will never quite be what they once were. So what's the magic recipe to get through the holidays? Sadly, there is none. What there is, however, is some work to do on your part. Yes, I said work. Here's the realization for anyone not understanding grief. It's oftentimes quite a lot of work. Sometimes you are working hard to maintain a good attitude or a pleasant smile. Other days, it's quite a bit of work to push yourself to care about anything. And then there's the occasional day where you actually feel happy. You smile, maybe even laugh. And then guilt creeps in. Because you think to yourself, how dare I laugh again? So if you weren't aware yet... Grief is a lot of work. The work you need to put into the holidays is a different type of struggle because you will experience many points where emotions may overcome you. Memories will creep upon you. And even more than usual, you will feel the need to put on that brave face. If you are anything like me and you have kids, mine are in high school and grad school age, so a bit older, But having children of most any age has helped me into the holidays when I just didn't feel it. Now, I know you understand what I'm talking about. Now, I recall our first Christmas, just five months after the loss of my wife. My kids rallied for Christmas. Yes, I will admit, they pushed me into decorating as usual. Although I would have been fine sprucing up a few shelves and corners here or there, they weren't having it. In fact, that year, we had volunteered to host Christmas for my my side of the family, strongly suggested, may I add, by my daughter. And you know, it ended up being a really nice time. Better yet, it was the right thing to do for me. You, on the other hand, You must decide what's best for you. And that's where suggestions from friends and family need to take a back seat to what you need as well as what you want. But I strongly suggest you at least listen to their suggestions. Consider them outside of the place you are sitting with your grief. Their suggestions come from a place of love and caring for you. Even though you may perceive some of the suggestions as quote-unquote, not understanding where you are at the moment, just as I would have Christmased up a small portion of the home instead of the entire thing, the urging of my kids showed me that their strength and what they needed was the traditions we've always done. During that time, I stood back and I understood so much in their life had changed and was out of their control over the last few months. And they needed to take control and needed Christmas to be what it always had been. Somehow, no matter where you are in your grief, that is something that you can't argue with. 
Another consideration to make when approaching the holiday season is being prepared. Understanding the importance of one thing may be difficult, but being honest with yourself will go a long way. I'd suggest that you prepare yourself for moments of which you might be able to actually anticipate. Whether it's a planned visit from a friend you both had a long relationship with, or perhaps a cousin you hadn't seen in person since your loss. For people farther outside your immediate circle, you may not have interacted with them after your loss. So for them, this will be brand new. This interaction is going to be brand new. They may act as those who came to visit you in the days and weeks immediately following the passing of your special someone. And they will act as though that passing is fresh, even though it may be seven or ten months after. They will be awkward, and and they might even try to comfort you and end up saying the wrong thing. But if you are prepared for their point of view, you can move through the interaction you will have with them with a bit more ease and a whole lot less frustration if you just understand where they're coming from as well. For myself, songs and scents are details of the season I need to prepare myself for. It might be a song from uh, the season or maybe a candle scent or more likely it's a perfume scent that I, I capture while I'm out. If you can prepare yourself to anticipate that these moments will occur, you may be able to get through them a bit more easily. And lastly, regarding preparing yourself, remember this time of year is typically filled with laughter and joy, and there will be times you feel unbelievably angered by the laughter and the merrymaking around you. I've been aware of this throughout many times of the year, and it usually comes with a thought or a feeling as though you'd like to yell at the top of your lungs, don't you all realize there's someone who should be here but isn't? How can you be laughing? Now, there's been moments like this when I simply needed to walk away, get away, remove myself, if only for a few moments. It's really the first time in my life where I understood the phrase, I need to compose myself. Better yet, if you have someone there that you can trust, that you actually know understands what you're feeling, bring them along when you walk away for a bit. And I know I shouldn't say it like this, but I think this subject warrants it. You just need to bitch to them and unreasonably complain to get it out. But always strive to bring yourself back to the understanding why you are feeling this way and why everyone around you is not. Understand that they feel the loss too. But depending upon who they are in your life, it's different for them. And it always will be. So in closing out this episode, please take away this thought. If and when possible, try being part of the holiday in whatever way you can be and in whatever way you feel comfortable. Because in my experience, I've only ever been disappointed when I didn't try being part of something. And I've rarely ever been disappointed when I've taken steps to become part of something. You see, I believe there are times when we need to push ourselves to enter into the uncomfortable. I've heard this next phrase 
or versions of it about a hundred times in the past couple of years, and for me, it rings true. In the uncomfortable is where change happens. I'll say it again. In the uncomfortable is where change happens. Now, I will admit, during this huge change in our life, some might ask, why in the world would I want more change? The answer to that is simple, really. Because standing still, doing nothing, is not the way I plan to live my life. And there it is. And I warn you, this next comment may be uncomfortable for some to hear. Remember, we are here. We are fortunate to have in front of us a life to live. The first choice you need to make right now is, will you live that life, somehow discover what you are meant to be or do or affect? Or will you let life slip through your grasp and wilt into nothing? I know for certain the latter is not what my wife Colleen would want for me or the father she entrusted to raise our children and to set expectations by example. She would want me to embrace the uncomfortable and somehow, in some way, make our life, our life, mean something. So ask yourself this, how will you make your life mean something today? Thank you for joining me on the Journey to Grateful podcast. I'm so grateful and thankful for you being here each week. Please stop by the community and let your voice be heard. Share your story or ask questions. I'm glad to help if I can. And head over to journeytograteful.com slash community to access our social media channels, request to become a guest on the podcast, or contribute to the blog with your story. While you're on the site, sign up for my bi-monthly newsletter designed to provide you inspiration and motivation. And also, I invite you to connect with me directly. You can email me tim at journeytograteful.com. And more importantly, give me a call, leave me a voicemail, and share your story or your personal struggle or successes with the holidays. You can call me at 262-298-2428. That's 262-298-CHAT. And for those who don't want to leave a voicemail and actually talk, you can also text that number as well if you would rather. And lastly, I ask, if you like the show, please share the podcast with a friend. Take a couple of minutes and rate and review the show. It goes a long way to helping this podcast get in front of those who need it. You can go to journeytograteful.com and choose the Leave a Review button on the homepage or the podcast page. And the holidays. Not the easiest time of the year as you walk your path with grief. I get it. But it is how you walk that path that defines the person you are today and creates the person you will be tomorrow. So remember, the days you are most uncomfortable are the days you learn the most about yourself. 
Thank you again, my friends, for joining me today. Let me know your thoughts on today's episode or any previous episodes. And please, if you can, leave me a review. I haven't heard from you guys in a long time, and I would love to hear what you think about the show. And for those who are walking on their path with grief, I hope you find a way to walk confidently on your journey to grateful. Bye-bye.